Welcome back to Train to Win, the podcast produced for the Association for Talent Development Houston chapter, inspiring talent development professionals to achieve their full potential. Hey, it's Bruce Abbott. Today, we want to showcase another one of our valued chapter sponsors. Of course, without them, we wouldn't be able to provide great content and events and programs. Sponsorship is vital to an organization, and we're thankful for Romar Learning Solutions. They've been a longtime ATD Houston chapter sponsor. And today, I have David Davis from Romar on our podcast. Welcome, David. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. We're going to share a lot about Romar today, but first, I want to share a little bit about your role at the organization. Sure. So I'm the president and owner of Romar Learning Solutions. Uh, I've been with them since 2000 and did a lot of different things leading up to uh, in 2007, I bought the company and have, uh, have led a talented team since then. So let's jump in. Tell me a little about Romar and what your organization does in terms of talent development. Sure. So, so Romar, we, our tagline is we're a results-driven upskilling organization, uh, which means that we build soft skills learning solutions. Um, our stuff is around things like selling skills, coaching, management leadership development. Uh, we train trainers. I have a background in instructional design and adult learning, so we train trainers and and we also do matrix training, which is kind of a new thing in the world, which is how do you get uh, collaboration to call on a customer? We call that matrix training. A lot of our work is in the healthcare industry, in the pharmaceutical, biotech, uh, medical device sector, although we've done a lot of stuff outside of that, but most of our training is in that. Now, did you come into the learning business as an instructional designer? Is that where you come from? No, I actually, I actually came in through the pharmaceutical industry. I started out as a sales rep for Park Davis Pharmaceuticals. And anybody who's listening, if they know who that is, you're an old dog like me because uh, Park Davis doesn't exist anymore. Pfizer took them over for a product called Lipitor. And when that takeover happened in 2000, uh, Romar was a vendor to me. I was the head of sales training for Park Davis and um, vendor, Romar was a vendor. And I, I switched to working at Romar and really enjoyed the company and loved it. And that's how I came into the business. But when I realized a long time ago that, uh, that uh, training was going to be my life's profession. I really am passionate about uh, learner development. And uh, when I realized that was going to happen, I, I really became a student of instructional design and adult learning and, and all those sort of things to the point that um, I'm a fanatic about that now. I, I, I am a fanatic about good adult learning that drives results. So much so that you bought the company. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I get kidding about that sometimes. You mentioned upskilling and your organization focuses on upskilling. So what are you seeing as the hot upskilling topics in 2023 and 2024? You know, you know, and, and it's kind of becoming cliche as we emerge from COVID. I, I think a lot of folks are saying that now, but I think that that we still have some hangover from that. And some of the topics are a result of that. One of the big topics that, that we're seeing right now, and it's been a lot of fun to work in this area this year, is what I call agile leadership. Um, and and, and that's, that's one of the big topics because I think we got so reactive that we, we lost the ability in many respects to be proactive on things. And so I think that, that developing and reestablishing that proactivity and leadership, which I call agile leadership, is uh, is a really important thing. That's one. Um, the other thing that I we're seeing a big uptick in, in in the pharmaceutical and biotech industries, they call them POAs, plan of action meetings. That's one of the terms. But 
But really what they are is quarterly sales meetings where the people get back together live. And we're just seeing 2023 is the first full year of that. And so providing training during those workshops is a, is a big trend right now. And, and then the last thing is that one I mentioned earlier, which is that matrix team integration. How do you, you know, in today's world, calling on customers is a much more sophisticated approach uh, than I'm, and I'm not talking in retail, I'm talking in, in, in the other sectors, it is, is a much more sophisticated approach where multiple people have to call on a customer and they need to coordinate and work together as a team versus working in silos. And so I think that's a trend moving forward. We call that matrix or cross-functional team training. Well, diving deeper into that matrix model, what are some things that you see are not working as well now in the post-COVID world and some things that are maybe right on the horizon? Yeah, so I think I, so. I think we 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 got so doggone used to using this this virtual environment to communicate that that we didn't we lost some communication skills. Um, humans are you know really hardwired to to communicate live and in person and virtually versus virtually, and I think that that one of the things that needs to be relearned. Is, is how to get together as a team and really coordinate and plan and work together to, to achieve an objective with a customer versus trying to, to just just to each person do their own thing and kind of in a silo and and uh, and and not really collaborating. I think we we you know the virtual world, the webinars and all that allows for good collaboration, but but there's it's it's a little harder to do than I think what uh, we were expecting. That's my thought, anyways. There's a lot of people who probably disagree with me. But. Well, and you mentioned agile leadership just a, a moment ago. Yeah. That's obviously a new project that you guys are working on. Yeah. And uh, tell me a little bit more about that. So, so it, it, in today's crazy world, it's so easy to get reactive, uh, to just let things happen to you. And, and I, you know, I'm going to deal with this crisis as it comes up, or I'm going to, I'm going to deal with this thing. And, and so I think, I think it's healthy to stand back now and say, as leaders, I want to take control of my world. I want, I want to be proactive. I want, I want to look at opportunities as they're emerging and capture them before anybody else does. Or I want to, I want to see those emerging challenges, the, the things that could, could really hurt me. You know, and I want to, I want to address them before they get to be too big and I can't deal. And so that's the idea behind agile leadership is to take and really develop some good skills around how to handle agile leadership, being more proactive. Um, I think there's four basic skills that go into it. One is, is that is having what I call a discovery mindset, which is always looking out there for those merging opportunities or those emerging challenges. Then I think you gotta have what I call learning agility. And there's some really cool research around learning agility, which is that thing you wanna learn new stuff. Then I think you got to have communication agility, so that once you've identified this vision of success, where we're going to take the team, you got to you got to communicate to the team and really sell them on the idea. And then I got to think you do some basic change management, change leadership, where you take them through that change so that they capture that new opportunity or address that challenge before it gets too big. I heard you mention learning agility, which mm -hmm. sounds to me like a very interesting concept. Share a little bit more about that. So the folks at Corn Ferry are big into it, the big consulting firm, and there's uh, there's some good Harvard Business Review articles on it. But learning agility is the idea that 
you're a lifelong learner and you you're very passionate about mastering taking the experiences you have that's an important piece of it taking the experiences you have and then building on those mastering new skills knowledge and behavior that allows you to take those experiences with new skills knowledge behavior and really address any new opportunity or any new challenge that uh, that's emerging it's a very cool idea Actually, the folks at Corn Ferry did some research and found that leaders that are that are more agile have agile learning ability are much more successful than leaders that sort of get stuck in the old ways of doing things. That's that's the idea behind it. And this ties into that concept of results-driven learning, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. I I am I so I'm one of the things about Romar and the guy that founded the company, he was, he, he was like a legend in our industry. His name is Rocky Lavelle. And the guy that, that founded the company, he, he wanted to build a company that produced training that, that really did improve performance and drove results. We're, we're not the kind of company that does um, training that, that's, that's, that makes you feel good or anything. Nothing that that's, that's bad. I think that that has its place in the world too. But I think, our training is around driving results, helping that learner be more effective at what they do so that they produce more and hopefully that makes a better work environment for them and they have more fun at their job and, and everybody's happy. That's, so we, that's, our, that's our thing, results-driven upskilling. Now, before I look into the future, I want to take a step backwards. You guys have been around for a long time. You've established yourselves as a, as a leader in this industry. You have tackled so many different projects and situations. What would you say in the last few years, what were some of the most interesting, I mean, maybe challenging learning solutions that you guys worked on? So probably, you know, I, that's funny. You, you probably think the answer that I'm going to give you is sort of funny, but, but we developed for a client a complete field trainer uh, curriculum. So this company, and it's very common with a lot of my clients to put in place field trainers. So, so they have a full-time training staff that's relatively small, but they'll have a giant sales force or a giant uh, group out in the field. And so what they'll do is they'll take emerging leaders usually, uh, younger folks that are wanting to get into leadership, and they'll make them part-time trainers. So they still have their full-time day job, but they got a they got a part-time train. And so we built that entire curriculum that took them from what are the basics of adult learning to good facilitation skills to coaching to. It was a, I think it turned out to be a great program. I, the client was extremely pleased. They put it up for uh, an award with the uh, with one of the industry uh, conferences. So. We'll see if that happens, but it's. I think it was a, a you know, a really kind of. It was a lot of fun to do. The the reason why it's a lot of fun to do, we were allowed to be very creative. We could do all kinds of cool things with uh, with the learners, uh, as long as we didn't take them away from their day job too much. But uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time with that thing. Field trainer certification, we call it. Technology also is playing a bigger yep. and bigger role in the future. What? do you think the impacts will be with technology and soft skill training here in the future? So I, I, that's a great question. So I think, I think that, you know, augmented reality as a big place in the upskilling world I live in, which is the, which is the soft skill development. I think there's a lot of room for virtual coaching and some, some really cool things that can be done with augmented reality. I know Debbie Richards uh, talks a lot about that and does some cool things in that area. I'm excited about the artificial intelligence and the role that it can play in the future. I, 
I, I was looking at some uh, company who's making some cool stuff around coaching mentor. And so the mentor is an artificial intelligence. So a coach could, you know, they're about to coach one of their people and give them some feedback and they can go and, and bounce some things off this mentor. And it's fully, it's artificial intelligence and it's, it's got some ways to go, but I'll tell you what, it's months away, not years away, this technology of really helping. So I think artificial intelligence is, like everything else in our world, probably is going to change it quite a bit. And it, it, I, I think it's going to be a positive. I'm excited. For you. Well, and I was going to ask the next question of what do you see Romar looking like in the next 10 years? Does AI, because that's such a hot topic, does that play a role? It does. I think so. I, so I think 10 years from now, um, we'll be doing two things. Uh, one is I think there are some fundamental great you know, human interaction concepts that will continue to teach and, and reinforce and build upon, you know, things like how to give good feedback or things about agile leadership. I think those are things that will always be there. The second thing, though, is I think we'll have a more sophisticated way to do it. I think we'll partner with some, some organizations or maybe develop it organically internally where we utilize some artificial intelligence or we utilize augmented reality we utilize some of these things that i probably don't even know about yet coming i'm always looking at stuff i'm always trying to, to i mean that's one of the reasons why i love atd houston is that i think you know it's my way of, of staying in touch with new things new ideas you know the, the technology conference the debbie has put together and runs for ATV Houston is fantastic at learning, you know, what are the new kinds of ideas and things that are, that are out there? And I'm open to them. If, uh, if somebody's got a cool idea, I'd love to chat with you about it. Excellent. Now, I want to put you a little bit on the spot and give you a platform to put on the sales pitch. Because as you know, we these are very targeted listeners that we have as chapter sure. members. Give me a good sales pitch for Romar. If, if For people that are out there that are like, hmm, how can I take advantage this organization i'd like them right. to share that with them well, if you if you're if you want to take your learners and you want to upskill them so that they're better at delivering the results that they need to deliver for your organization and make it and do it in a fun engaging interactive way then we can certainly help you with that our, you know and our, again we stay in our swim lane our swim lane is soft skill development we build things like selling skills, coaching, trainer certification, matrix training, or any other kind of soft skill workshop in our area of expertise. And after doing this for 38 years, we, we have a great uh, library of content that we can pull from and build upon, or if not, we'll research and, and, uh, and build some new stuff. And how can listeners find out more about Romar? So best place is to go to our website, which is www.romarlearning.com. We, we actually just built a new one and launched it. So give us some feedback on what you think about it. It's a great, great place. Thank you again for not only coming on the podcast, but also your support and sponsorship of the chapter. We can't do it without the sponsors. And we thank you so much for that. Thank you, Bruce. I love ATD. It's a great organization. It is. And if you are not a member of ATD Houston, I do encourage you, tdhouston.org. We have membership levels there that you can do, national memberships. We, we combine them. We call them power memberships. And you get to take advantage of not only the great things on a local level, but also on a national level. So again, tdhouston.org. So go check it out and sign up and become a chapter member. Hey, thanks for listening to Train to Win. Be sure to visit not only the website, as we mentioned earlier, but also your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Amazon Music or Spotify or whatever, and subscribe to the show. 
And that way, you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found value in the show, hey, we'd appreciate a rating on any of those platforms. Or, hey, simply tell a friend about the show or a colleague. Share us on social media. That would help out, too. If you found value, we'd love to hear from you. Train to Win. It's a production of ATD Houston. This is Bruce Abbott. And join us next time for another episode of Train to Win. We'll see you next time.